Hello, this is Fishy. I'm here with Spartan as usual. I was pulled into doing the intro once again. As everyone knows, I do not like doing the intro, but here we are with a new person. You want to introduce yourself? Yeah, so I'm Cowboy, as most people know me by. Um, Fishy, you try to get me to start the podcast, so yeah, I'm a new I, guy. I... So for the background, I DM'd him and was like, do you want to do the podcast without telling Spartan? And then he exposed me, Cowboy exposed me by DMing Spartan and asking, are you doing the intro? And then Spartan was like, did you DM him? And I was like, no, of course not. And then we roll up to the voice chat and he was like, yeah, she DM'd me, which was so disrespectful, but I'll get over it. You hey, mean, I can't just Spartan like that, though. I should I should be the one who's who's working on getting over that fucking lies. Get over yourself. It's just whatever. Trying to get out of the intro when you know it's your predetermined role. Oh, it's really <laughs> rude. But anyways, we have a new member, Cowboy. Um, you also go by Prout, right? Yeah, Prout is actually my last name, so I just switched to Cowboy. Okay, that is fair. So we'll just refer to you as Cowboy and. You were saying that you just created three weeks ago. So just to start this off, what's been your first thoughts, experiences as you've been in this league? Um, it's actually been pretty good overall. I mean, the community itself's good, and uh, I joined probably at a good time because I got to finish off the season and then heading to the draft now. Yeah, draft's right around the corner. And remind me one more time, what team are you on? I'm on San Diego. Okay, so unfortunately not in the playoffs this year. Um, luckily, just for season, you still have plenty of time to go. Um, but in your, in your three weeks on San Diego, what has that mood been like? Because that's a locker room that is primarily built on folks who came in during that big recruiting boom. Um, when, that YouTube went, when that YouTube ad went out, a lot of people came in and a lot of those folks ended up on San Diego, including the streamer who had that ad on his channel. So what's that locker room like? Um, it's a good locker room. Um, obviously, with Thrash being there from the YouTube, it was um, a lot of people joined just because of that. We've seen a lot of people go inactive right after. So um, being a rebuilder, definitely a lot of new guys. And uh, I think there's some really good players in the future to watch there as well. Who would you think some of those players might be? Um, I feel like the forward, I think he goes by Vic Fairchild. I think it's Green Gato or Gato, however you pronounce it, for his username. Uh-huh. He's very good on the power play. Um, he actually racked up my guy a lot of points when I was playing with him. So as a defenseman, it was nice to get some points. Nice to get some points. Yeah. I mean, that's that's always the thing. Um or I guess it's like the good and bad thing about waiver signings. Good for the players to get like a, you know, a really quick opportunity to kind of show what you have, get that quick earning guide and, you know, a season that doesn't really mean too much because you still have like another full season in the, in the tank. So there's a lot of opportunity there for these players to make a quick impact, show other teams, you know, what they're capable of in like a pretty short period. Um, and then, you know, start to prepare for the draft. And I'm sure that that's something that 
you also are going to be having your eyes on as a new player with this draft coming up. Um, yeah. Have, you, have you taken any time to like think about it? Yeah, so I actually spoke with uh, Moose about it a bit last night, and uh, I'm more excited to see Rareland. Obviously, I'll be in the minors next year, looking at my like TP and all that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I feel like I will be one of the top players for next season because I'm already at, I think, 149 for TPA right now as of this last update I just did, actually, before the podcast. So Damn. Um, I feel like I'll be the capped player wherever I go. So I'm looking forward to that role. Yeah. And I honestly, I'm surprised you were, you said you were here for what, like three weeks now and you've already hit like 149. Or yeah. One, so one, I did the bigger uncapped task just recently. Yep. And then I was doing a max for the 12 every week. Except for the first week, I think I was under by three or two. Yeah, I just I just pulled up your your earning real quick. So you came in, I think, right before trade deadline time, which is a pretty interesting time because you get the max amount of carryover TPE. Um, then yeah, you only missed two TPE that first week, which honestly, no one's gonna be upset about that. But then bounce back really really strong with cap the next week. Um, got your first gen bonus the very next week. Um, and then finished your junior review most recently and also purchased a first-gen first, uh, first gen doubles really quickly. So you're going to be up there in, like, the first or second-line territory going into in, into next season. Um, but if you had to send a message almost to, to other GMs about what you bring to a team, what what would you have to say that or say to that? Um, I definitely can play that definitely top two role in the minors obviously the vhl is a lot different because you know you got the big earners already there so i feel like i'd be more suiting as a top four but i definitely could work my way up once you know you get more seasons in um being a top earner for tp obviously will help down the line especially when i make that jump and being on a capped year will do wonders i think for my guy yeah also, correct me. Are we in seventy three or seventy four right now? Seventy four. We're in seventy four, right? So you are actually going to be in two drafts. You're going to be in both the M draft and the VHL draft. Uh, for the M draft, I haven't cl- like looked closely at the upcoming prospects, but there are a lot of players, obviously, who joined at around the same time as when when you did. Um, do you have any? preferred destinations or situations that you'd like to fall into? Not really. I mean, there's a lot of good people in the community, so that's more going to be okay wherever I go. Obviously, it'd be nice to play on a contending team like everybody wants, but when I joined the um, San Diego being on a rebuilder, it was fun. But I feel like in a VHL situation, that'd be even better to be a guy that goes in the system and then works his way up to help and contend for that team. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I joined at a point in, in Vegas's career where they, I I don't know if they were planning on contending the season that I joined, but um, we made a pretty good run, which was really cool. And then 
Um, the next season, I think there were a lot of folks on that team. I had gone up to, gone over to Miami, but I'm pretty sure that Vegas wasn't planning to compete last season and then accidentally would, did really well. Um, if you look, if you <laughs> go back to the podcasts that Spartan Moose and I did before last season, Spartan was like, yeah, you know, we're just going to take a rebuilding season. It's going to be really great for LVA at large. And then you get to the end of the season and they're pulling into a playoff spot. So I think that eh, if you get the right people and the right leaders in a group, you can, you can make a team really like compete or contend for interesting spots, regardless of um, the people who like the assets you've got on the team itself. Yeah. Yeah. And like like a big part of it also was that, you know, we had a few people returning, and the biggest thing was we had a uh, close-to-capped goalie like coming into that season, which which went a long way. But, yeah, depending on, like, okay, again, there's what? There's 12 teams, eight teams make playoffs. So pretty, pretty high chance that <clears throat> you will go to, like, one of those contenders. Because looking at the prospect list by TPE, you look to be a late first, early second pick. Um, again, if teams need more defensemen, they might jump for you a little earlier. But going in, almost any team could be a good fit. Yeah, I'm not concerned where I go because I feel I can fit really anywhere as a defenseman, unlike a forward where you might have more experienced guys, um, top earners already on a team where you might be in the minors without... without having an option but again there's different positions right like a goalie as well you'd be in the minors before you go to the vhl just because if you have a capped goalie in the minors but he might not be able to make the jump in the vhl just yet so you gotta look at different situations in the draft i'm gonna probably fall i'd say in the second round just because i'm more new and not a guys know who i am because when i joined before the trade deadline it makes a difference in my opinion. I don't know. I mean, I do think that the draft is largely based on personal connections that you've got. And considering your activity in the VHL server, I honestly would think that you would go beginning of the second at the latest because of the fact you're active there. Like when Spartan mentioned that you were wanting to podcast with us, I knew who you were. And for a lot of people, like that wouldn't, a lot of other people in that server, I would, that wouldn't be the case. But So I think for your activity, um, that'll actually do you good. And that's a big part of what happens with the VHLM draft. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, some of the bigger names, like there are quite a few recreates here when you're looking at Dr. Funk, you're looking at Baraka, uh, Beavis is recreated, Acid's recreated, um, Tate's recreated. Uh, uh, yeah, so like, uh, Ray's has also <clears throat> has also recreated. So there's still like quite a few recreates in there. But when you are as active as you are right now, um, you know, interested in the community, looking to get more opportunities, um, like continuing to engage with the people and not really showing signs of slowing down, like that continued engagement. Um, that's what GMs like to see. Um, and like honestly speaking, like when I've drafted, and even when I was drafted, that's been a reason that I've focused on, or GMs have focused on, 
Like I joined, I think two or three days before the season 71 um, minors dispersal draft. And I went early mid third simply because a couple of the GMs see how active I was in like the two days I'd been in there and also in other leagues like the EFL, which I joined first. Um, so your activity could get you going higher than you think. Um, and especially, I think, one of the names at the top, Rara, Rasputin, is probably going up because that's a GM player right there, and Moscow's going to need a goalie to replace uh, Bernard. So you could go a bit higher, um, considering that out of all the defensemen available, yours is probably the second or third biggest name at that position after Beavis and Funk and Acid. It's potentially a first round, but like I said, I ain't going second round in the actual VHL draft. When I'm looking at everything in the regrades, because you probably have to take them first round, obviously. So then where do I fall after that will be my question coming draft, because teams probably would want forwards in the system, I think, but they also need defense. So it kind of gets interesting off that early yeah. second, late first, looking at the draft class for sure. Yeah, looking at it right now, because I know um, there's only one locked-in pick here. That's going to be Victor's. <clears throat> like, Baraka, Funk are the two big recreates here. Um, J-Rod as well. But, yeah, not a lot of recreates, honestly, coming into this. Uh, or oh, hold on. I was still JK. Hold on. I'm fucking stupid. I like switched from the VHLM to the VHL tab, and I thought that it had changed the draft that I was looking at, but it actually didn't. Okay, now that I'm looking at it, there's significantly different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's some, like, Gustav's going to be going to his own team. Muff's going to be going to his own team. Uh, Hedge is going to be taking his goalie to Riga. Victor's taking his goalie to Moscow. Then, yeah, then quite a few recreates down there. But, you know, activity can definitely jump you over a few of the defensemen who are a little ahead of you, um, like Kaberly and LaFriend, um, possibly even Halmerson. Um, you never know where activity can really take you. But, yeah, looking at this probably second uh, seems like a more more likely location for you to fall. Yeah, like, the minors, I'll probably be taking first round, because I'll be capped, but when you look at the VHL and where everybody's ranking, I'll probably be second, it's more realistic. Yeah, but again, like, regardless of your, like, your draft position really doesn't matter, in a way, in terms of determining your success. Like, Fishy was, uh, well, she was, like, what, the fourth overall pick in the M. Yeah. But turn into, like, what, 22nd in, the, in, like, the VHL? Yeah, I think I was uh 5th in the AM and then 22nd in the VHL or something like that. Yeah. And mine was kind of opposite. I was, obviously, the third-round pick picked um 26th overall and then first-round 11th uh, in, in the VHL. But then when you go back and you start looking at the draft classes... I think I'm like seventh or sixth in terms of TPE. Um, it's like a few positions ahead of where I was picked. 
Um, and that's even having missed like four weeks since the four or five weeks since the trade deadline and not being able to get any of that TPE. So like playoff week or playoff doubles, um, then like 12 weeks of capped uh, plus another two for practice facilities. So just how you keep earning moving forward is what's going to determine a lot of your success here. And at the rate that you've been pumping out quality articles, like you've done your junior review and sent that over to me. Um, <laughs> that was, that was good, man. Like, and, and you know, you are honestly one of the first people who have actually asked me for feedback, which was really interesting to see. And, you know, props to you for, I guess being self-aware in that way yeah. that like you have room to grow and you're willing to like ask for feedback to get better. Um, and I genuinely think you are like one of the first people to ask me that apart from maybe Moose because Moose used to ask me everything. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm not sure I even sent you my, my junior review. I was just like, I don't think you ever sent me anything except for me to look at your first press conference and be like, Hey, did I answer this like a hockey person? Because <laughs> she had no like that was her first time doing anything like hockey related. Yeah, and she's like, I think I answered these properly, and I was like, Yeah, you're fine. But... I'm pretty sure I wrote my junior review in like WordCounter.net and was like, Okay, I met WordCount. Don't read it. He's like, I'm gonna go read it. I'm like, No, TBE. <laughs> <laughs> Don't read it. <laughs> but yeah, like I just name dropped Moose real quick. Do you know who he is? Moose is my assistant GM. There you go. There you I go. I go to him for everything almost. Between well, him and good. my actual GM. Look at that. That's honestly like a nice little circle of life here in a way. Because Moose was like you. Uh, like I was going to say, you're one of the first people who have asked me for feedback. But the very first person was actually Moose. Pretty sure. Like when he was doing tasks and all that, he was, he was coming to me asking, like, how can I, how can I get more TPE? Like, how can I max her? And, like, how can I be, like, the best that I can be? And you're just like him, except defense, and like, instead of center. Um, so I know, like, myself, at least, I'm going to be watching your, your career with some interest here moving forward um, to see how good of a teacher Moose is. If not, I'm going to smack him around. <laughs> a little shit. God. And hopefully your player has more fortune than than Moose's player. For some reason, the Sim Engine just absolutely despises <laughs> his player for no reason at all. I've had less so far in the minors, I would say, though. Like, I looked at my stats from early on to later on. I definitely had some Sim luck for what I was rated as for TP at the oh, time. Shit. Yeah, you put up 34 points in 40 games utterly dicked when it came to plus minus but i guess that's that's to be expected playing on on san diego but honestly that's a really good mark for like your first season um like in my first season i played 72 games and i only had 56 points and you came yeah. 43 and uh wait, that's 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 your stats or you, you had 34 and 40 so I think that there's a lot of potential, you know, where, where you land up, obviously you're going to have to hit um, your passing and scoring a bit because that's the way that the sim engine works. If you're a good player on a bad team, you're going to be getting points. Um, so just a word of caution to make sure that you're not just relying on your high skating and your high defense, but those uh, that either the passing or that scoring is going to have to get cranked pretty soon. 
that will be my off season now is now I got both in the mid high seventies. It'll be probably my scoring and puck handling I'll be looking at boosting in the next couple weeks. I feel obviously I've had luck in the sim, but those will be my next targets. Yeah, and that's a good call. And like looking at your build, it's kind of starting to mimic how I made my defenseman at like a point. Um, I also mistakenly put a shit ton of TP into like discipline. <laughs> like I have 55 discipline right now. You have 54. Um, but I mean, if you just continue to like build on that, like use Moose as like a resource, use Rockstar as a resource because. Uh, Rockstar has a defenseman in DM right now, and he's been around for a bit, so he's definitely a good place to also be asking. But a really good start, man. Yeah, and playing on the top pair on a team like San Diego, the plus and minus won't matter. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not trying to rip on my own team, but no. if you come in and you're brand new coming in DM and you're on the top pair, you know you're not going to get good stats. Yeah, and I mean... You even look at, like, Fishy's stats. Her first season, like, she was on an absolute dumpster fire of a VHL team. Put up 71.72 games simply because she was the best defenseman on the, on the team. Plus minus a negative 24. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, you also have, like, a shit ton of block shots here, I think. you Yeah, you had, like, 78 in 40 games. And I feel like the defense stats are kind of overrated for players on worse teams simply because you're being, first of all, you're getting hits because you're not playing with the puck. You're blocking shots because you guys are getting steamrolled on the ice. <laughs> and your yeah. plus is like utter hot garbage because, again, they're scoring a lot more than, than you are. But, you know, when you flip over to that contender, you're going to see a big shift. And I've never... Luckily, I guess, never had to play on a on a team that's been rebuilding or at the basement. So my defense stats have never been up there. Like my first season in the in the BHL, I had all of one hit all season. Because that's <laughs> literally just not what I built my player to be. Okay, listen though, I didn't build my player to do that, and I had 113 hits this season. Yeah. So I, like, I have nothing in checking and nothing in but also nothing in discipline. And I rolled up with 88 penalty minutes. All I did was put my team on the penalty kill and smack people into, into oblivion. But. but see, like, that's my point there. Like, you could have utter garbage attributes and checking, but because you're on a shit team and you're not playing with a puck, you're going to be trying to hit people, which is why I hate the hitting stat and how everyone thinks that, like, you're a good defenseman if you if like you have a lot of hits like you have a lot of hits block shots and you're still scoring points decent plus minus you're a great defenseman well like hits like hell you could be on an absolute garbage team like uh chicago hey the disrespect i'm being straight up we here. were the best expansion team this season cut it with the disrespect i don't need it we i'm pretty sure we did better than the americans you mean the team that's like openly traded away all their players? Yes, we did better than them. Wow, congrats. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but I mean, you guys might have a future or might not. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was me. <laughs> I love shitting on Chicago simply because everyone gets all sad about it over there. Um, yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't we? <laughs> But hey, it's the Moscow train never stops chugging along. Um, 
Number one in the league, baby. <laughs> number one in the league, baby. Okay. What are you sitting there <laughs> sucking your thumb on number one out of the four expansion teams? Yeah. <laughs> We're a big fucking deal, okay? With a minus t- 24 rating. Listen, I was number one in the league for shots blocked. So. Yeah, because all you guys did was block shots. <laughs> yeah. I was very valuable, though. We would probably not be the first expansion team in the league if it weren't for all my blocked shots. You could literally stick a log on the ice and you would probably get the same <laughs> amount of blocked shots. Also, to be fair, I think that our goalie did us some good. He he started out really strong. Who's your goalie? Um, Jean-Pierre Camus. Oh, yeah, Camus. Um, he started out pretty strong, and I think he may have dropped off. Um, as expected, because you guys right. started off really strong, but... As I always say to like Vegas and like people around the league, like SDHS is gonna regress to the mean, like kind of what you expect out of those teams. Like if there's a team like overperforming ridiculously or a team underperforming, um, like Toronto, this team for underperforming, and you goons over there in Chicago overperforming, regresses back to the mean. So Chicago, you know, missing the playoffs. Toronto, I think, made the playoffs. So things just balance out. Yeah. From a player perspective, unfortunately, that also holds true. Um, Hopefully this doesn't happen to you, man. But my first season as a rookie started off really well. I think like at a point I was leading the league in like rookie points. Then I think we got around the trade deadline and my player just decided to call it quits. (laughs) Like he just had an injury. He didn't, he like, he didn't score for jack shit. Um, and that's just kind of like what happens with the sim and hopefully like you know you and your player can overcome that kind of like obstacles and whatnot and just keep surging if, through if you look at my player stats he's got 13 goals i know 10 of them were just on the power play alone yep yep i don't know i'm pretty sure i had a pretty similar situation in my second season in the minors um I had, yeah, I had 35 goals, but 20 of them were on the power play, so. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> I'm okay. Am I right? Yeah, like, even for um, Moscow this season, I had 17 goals. Eight of those were on the power play. And I feel like that's just the life of a defenseman. Like, you're yeah. going to be getting most of your goals on, like, the power play or based on your team state and whatnot, but. As long as you keep funneling in TPE, as long as you're building the right way and like your team's kind of set up the right way as well, like your GM has a plan going in, you know, could could set you up for some really good points coming up. My team was set up like Chicago, though. We were just laying like logs on guys. <laughs> well, that was your that was your team like this this past season, but you know, obviously that's going to change. Um, yeah, I don't know it? where I'm gonna end up in the minors though. <laughs> yeah, and I mean that's going to be a big part of the process to look forward to um, when teams start reaching out for draft scouting, starting to like ask some questions, see if you're interested in playing for them, um, and that's always a fun process. So make the most out of it. Ask questions back as well. One thing I always like doing was like where do or one thing I always like to ask was how do I fit in in your long term plans, like. And if a team was like, yeah, you're going to be like our number two or number three defenseman for a while, me being the diva that I am was like, eh, not, not really interested in that. 
Like, if you want to make me your number one in time, like, that's what I'm cool with. But to be like a backup, just kind of like riding a wave, like, that wasn't for me. So you definitely have to find out, like, information about what GMs plan to do, what, like, team states are going to be and all that. So make the most out of that draft scouting time. Yeah, and Moose has been helping me in the draft process. Um, I will say one team has already reached out, and it caught me off guard. But I won't say who, obviously, on here. But uh, Moose has been a help for it. Um, obviously, the draft is a different experience than when you first join, when you just signed to a team. Um, but it's more exciting to see your VHL team because that's where you are long-term, I think. So um, yeah. I've heard other players talk already saying that um, a lot of teams are starting to come around. Um, I have seen things about possibly um, after the, what is it, playoffs in these next couple weeks, I think now we are. Yeah. Is it playoffs now? Yeah, playoffs are going to be starting tomorrow. Yeah, so I heard a lot of teams are waiting for after playoffs. I don't know if that's a true thing or if that's a feel-better story, but that's what I've gotten. No, like, that's that's the rule. That's, um, I think as long as, well, for you it might be different because you were on San Diego and your season's over, but at least for, like, players who are still under contract, um, I don't think they're allowed to be spoken to by other teams yet, or at least minors teams. Um, so yeah, but I mean, again, it's going to be interesting both for M scouting and VHL scouting where you get to hear from, from teams and all that. So it's a lot to look we'll forward to. Maybe, yeah, maybe I'll be reaching out to you as well, but Vegas is pretty stacked on defense going into next season. We also have like minimal picks. Wait, do we only have a first and... Two sevenths, yeah. Who did I? Oh, I uh, traded the the fifth to get Kelsier, the defenseman. Yeah, so I have one pick going into this draft, but <laughs> there might they might be expanding the the draft a bit, so those sevenths are actually a bit more valuable than they are. Um, because bunch of new people right yeah that's what's happening yeah because of the expansion we might be extending the the draft because we i think as of now based on who's updated recently we have like at least eight or nine rounds worth of people to be uh drafting so that's pretty cool though yeah and it's going to be like an interesting strategy i guess to see like what teams do with first round picks um and like everything below because Players are a lot closer in TP than usual, so scouting's going to be hit pretty hard this offseason for all GMs, hopefully doing their research on who's available and trying to figure out which user and player can bring them the most value, which is where I think you're going to stand out, man. Like, you're active and you're max earning. I think you're, like, you're definitely going to go first round in the M draft at least. I think if I remember correctly on the old rankings, I'm trying to pull them up. On the latest for the M, I was rated in top ten, I believe. I'm not sure where I I'm think, at now, obviously, but I think you're still somewhere in that area. But again, it just depends on who gets drafted before me will lead to where I go. Yeah, and I mean, there's a few defensemen ahead of you, but again, I truly think that your activity versus the activity of those other defensemen is what's going to get you higher than them. It's a wait and see. I'm not going to, like, 
hold my breath on it because again, it's the draft, so gotta expect anything. Yeah. I don't know. Moose has talked me down a little bit because of the draft. I was excited, but now I'm just trying to enjoy it more than get overwhelmed by all the teams and. Wait, wait, hold on. What? Wait, what the fuck did did? Wait, what? He talked you down? Yeah, I hit him up. I think two nights ago, and I kind of like was overhyped about it, and then our conversations kind of made me just calm it down a little bit. I'm gonna, wow. I'm gonna Wait, so you're you're exposing him right now. I don't know <laughs> if you know that or not, but that's what's happening. Okay, okay. So he's not breaking any rules. It's not even like a bad thing to do. He's probably just trying to slap some like reality into him. But like, I'm not sure what the point is. Like, why? So curious now, and Moose is either gonna yell at me later, or like he's just gonna <laughs> laugh it off, or or something. But why did he need you to calm it down when you were getting hype about? It wasn't game? like he told me to calm down. It was just more conversations that, you know, where you're just a first creation player, right? So you don't know what you're expecting. Um, I asked him a lot of dumb questions. I felt even looking at now, I'm going through the chat and. I can say that he was probably just getting tired of me towards the end. <laughs> um, I'm not going to lie. I asked stupid questions. You guys probably seen me last night. It took me three tries to get my um, player store. <laughs> Poor Rory. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me, let me go back real uh, quick into my conversations with Moose and see what kind of fucking stupid-ass questions this motherfucker has asked me in the past. Just to put things into perspective. Yeah, I'm... Oh, God, we've messaged a lot. Why don't you just, like, search question mark? No. Because I don't know if he actually adds question marks. Sometimes he does. Not all the time. Okay, fine. I'll look up from Moose question mark bra. Uh, it doesn't... doesn't do that. Doesn't do what? I guess it doesn't care about question marks in the Discord search. Okay, we'll try it again. Nope. Are you kidding me? This thing doesn't actually... Nope, doesn't give a shit about punctuation. Jesus. Okay, well, I'm going back through a chat. I'm only in the Miami era. <laughs> so we still got a... The Miami era was really a time to be alive. You want to clarify on that? No. It was just a time to be alive. In a gutter? Spring break back in the 90s. Time to be alive. <laughs> See, that's the thing from from like how I've chatted with Fishy and Moose. I'm not sure if you would necessarily equate it with spring break. Yeah. No. <laughs> Ooh, he just got back to the top of the chat. Okay, so this is me straight up. So this is when he first created. He was also a waiver player. Um, so I DM'd him on Discord just to like reach up personally, just so it wasn't just a post on um <clears throat> his player page so he was like i see you guys are doing well in the standings great work by the way uh that he... that's really like he did a really good job as a new create you know like he found the standings and he was trying to be polite and nice then he asked the stupid ass fucking question what would you say the makeup of your team is when he really could have just looked at my team and see what was up but i guess if like he just wanted to ask I mean, yeah. um, works, and then he didn't realize that uh, age doesn't matter in the sim. So he was like, 
Yeah, I need some tips for earning and updating. Since I made him a bit older, he's 25. I need to earn a lot of points fast to catch up. <laughs> so he didn't realize that age was just like a aesthetic there. Um, then yeah, oh god, I sent Jeez. I sent them like a whole like point task breakdown of this. <laughs> and he said, "I'll read it later." Basically. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, damn, I don't know exactly. Uh, but to be fair, for most, I used to bug him about every little thing between him and Rockstar. And both of them kept their composure with the stupidness, and it's got me to a better player, to be honest. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're not going to be willing to answer all of the questions, then you can't say, ask me, let me know if you need anything, right? Like, a good way, right, like, a great way to deter people from even getting involved in the league is to not answer what you feel like are stupid questions, right? Like, I pride myself in asking a lot of questions, and sometimes I find out they're stupid, but I don't know that when I'm asking, so it doesn't matter. You're learning, and as the first generation I've learned more is, no question's really going to be a bad one unless it's, like, pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, and but I mean, like... <laughs> it doesn't make just... sense, but you guys know exactly what I meant when I said that. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, like, I was just looking back through, the through like, my early chats with Moose to see if I could find stupid questions, and I was like, these are all questions that Fishy has asked me, too, and, like, other first gens have asked me as well, like... I guess, like, the borderline dumbest thing that he asked, but if you think about it, it's actually pretty smart, was him asking, do you get TPE for game performance or, like, overall, se like, season performance? And he was, like, still dipping his feet into, like, max earning then and figuring all that out. So really, like, not actually mad or anything about it. But, like, he asked all the questions. Like, any question you can think of, he's already asked. <laughs> Like yeah, I probably asked the same question like three times to Moose before or Rockstar before getting it, so I can't say much. Oh, he, he's on the same. Even this little goon next to me is hey. on the same. T How many penalty minutes do you have? I don't want to talk about it. Okay, either. little goon. <laughs> <laughs> um, they both would ask you the same questions like a few times, and and I mean again, nothing wrong with it. We expect you guys to, um, but you know. I am happy that Moose is definitely hitting you up, answering your your questions, and bringing you back down to earth. And in, in times when sometimes you feel like you're floating away with all the shit going on, so I'm proud of him. This yeah, he's is a good like... assistant GM, like for answering questions. And like I said before, he's pretty active for us, anyways, on keeping track of when we ask questions. Especially about TPE. I don't know if any of you guys are in the San Diego chat, but he's the one who mainly does the postings for it. Yeah. And that that is one thing which I love to see AGMs getting involved in. That's what I have my AGM do as well. Like posting press conference, trivia, um, some of the uncapped stuff. Like I'll like toss in there as well. But I think that's like a big thing that AGMs can bring as well. Um, helping users to max earn and earn as much as possible and answer those stupid questions. Uh, and I was going to say, like, this podcast has turned into, like, 
a moose podcast, like loving him and hating him at the same time. And honestly, not to backtrack on what we were talking about a little, like a couple minutes ago, but um, Moose got really involved pretty quickly. Um, he he rolled up, and then you know by the time we were in our second season in Miami, because um, I don't know if you know this, but Moose and I both played on LVA together. We were waiver signings, and then we both got drafted to um, Miami. And at the time, we were pretty close in TPE and trying to duke it out for who was gonna who was gonna outperform. Obviously, he's already like outshot me by like 30, 30 TPE by now, I think, but. Anyway, by the time we were at Miami, he was already like finding a hill to die on with league money. Like, and I feel like you don't get to that point unless you ask all the questions you you come across and you look for all the answers that you want. Because for me, I'm just kind of riding the wave and I'm like, yeah, this is good. I don't have any issues. Like, I'm just chilling. And, you know, he's like doing dirty work. looking into the forums, finding out the history of things and all of that's available to him. And I think that that's why he was able to figure out something that he was like, okay, this, this is something I care about. This is something I'm going to invest myself in and make sure that I keep fighting for it, which I think is pretty admirable. Literally two days after he created, he was already writing an article about making a suggestion for the league. Which is this me? Huh? Are you talking about me or Moose? Because I did the same thing, I think. Well, <laughs> see, like, that's, that's like, kind of her point here. Like, you're, like, a mini Moose in terms of, like, personality and stuff like that. Like, uh, Moose and I have been talking a lot. Like, so he joined on, like, June 10th. Um, and on June 12th, I'm looking at our chat. And he was complaining about how, like, leadership um, isn't, like, valued as much. But bring it some value that's non-SIM related. So he wrote like a VHL.com article about it and he continues to like churn out suggestions and ideas to, um, you know, try to make the league better or raise up some areas that don't have enough focus. And you listened to our podcast a couple days ago about that new change and other ideas that we came up with. He thinks like a lot about what can be better. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're also someone similar to that. And I think that it's a really good person to, to be, especially in this league. Um, it's just props to you, man. And yeah, props to things for helping you out. I think it's funny you said that about the article thing, because I think my second article, I don't think it was my first. I think my first was like a stupid like player write-up, which looking back at it now was terrible because I didn't know what to say in the league. But uh, my league suggestion was because there's so much like – new people i said something about the expansion and then looking at right now all the chats about all these new people and what's going to go on for the next couple seasons like it's kind of funny how you can relate me and moose together um in that kind of category but yeah when you talk to moose and then you get your answer from you can tell like he generally cares about you know the outcome of it because he'll make sure that question will be answered fully then leave you kind of hanging more yeah. And, you know, as soon as he gets invested in something and as soon as you get invested in something, you guys are committed to it. Like, you're going to pursue it. You're going to look into it. That's just a good good trait to have. Um, so w- what exactly was the change or suggestion that you were talking about that you wanted to pursue? It was expansion. 
and I remember that you had posted an article, possibly in Vegas, about ideas for what that expansion could be. Honestly, it was like some stupid about how, like the re not recreates the new people like me at the time were joining in. Um, I seen it like in Discord a lot about how many new people there was. So I just wanted to write something, and then I got more invested seeing um, the forums about all the new people and like. You see it every day about, like, all this new player. And I started to watch a trend where if people were, like, a recreate, everybody would say welcome or good to see you. You know what I mean? Like, so you could tell who the new people were. And that's kind of where I got my idea. Like, is the league going to get full with the small amount of teams with, you know, all these new people? But then you had to look at how many are going to stay active. You know, one season in, two season in. Um, yeah. What happens, you know, like you see it all the time where people join, maybe stay active for two, three weeks and then they're gone. Yeah. And like, that's what you saw on San Diego. San Diego. Yeah. Like we saw a few people joining just because of Thrash is his name, right? Yeah. He, it was Thrash. So I got funny stories in the locker room about that. Um, but when I joined, I was, I think the fourth defenseman in ice time. And then by my second week, I was like top pair, like just because of the natives. Yeah. And I mean, that's also the really nice thing about the M and sim leagues as a whole is as long as you keep earning, you're going to get opportunities. Yeah. And like people would join our team because, you know, thrash obviously being the gamer, whatever he is. Um, the YouTube ad, um, we had, I think, at least one guy that was, like, fanning all over it, and then he realized Thrash wasn't a part of it, so I don't even know if he's in the league anymore. <laughs> my god. So, like, I actually had a second article, like, in my drafts about how different the advertising could be just because of that reason. Yeah, and I mean, the one thing which I will say, having seen previous YouTube ads, is the this has been the best one that I've seen. Simply because when Thrash did the ad, he made it very clear that it was a forum league and it wasn't a Chell league. The last time we did recruiting, everyone joined thinking it was an NHL 20 or 21 or whatever the fucking 20, I think. Everyone joined thinking it was an NHL 20 league and maybe like one or two people are still active from it. Like by like this time last season which is insane looking at it like this season, how many people are still active, still updating. Um, and then like the timing of it, like which video it was put on, got a shit ton of views, got a shit ton of people. And that's really like props to Beav. Um, I've, I've always criticized him using YouTube ads straight up. Cause I was like, dude, you're bringing in fucking useless people who don't stay. You're wasting league money on it. Like, Focus on other areas, but this ad has actually been pretty good and it's brought in some really good users. So I'll like eat my words for now. But if we go back to posting shit ads on random videos and everyone joins, it's a bunch of like eleven and twelve year olds thinking it's a it's a chell online league, you know. I'm gonna have to yell at Eve again. But Man, RIP to Reddit recruiting. That's that's still there. It is? Yeah. No, uh, not in the same way. I don't get TPE for it anymore, oh so my, it's dead. That's oh my god! But we don't. So we used to be able to just upvote posts on Reddit and then say I did it, and then we got TPE for it. But then, <laughs> but then there was a bunch of shit went down because that's like breaking Reddit community guidelines <laughs> by like 
um, incentivizing people to upvote or comment on posts or whatever. So we don't do that anymore, but RIP. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, even if we didn't have Reddit recruiting this season or last season, getting in this huge influx of people is going to be good for the league. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, now it's up to people like me, the, the like GMs, to continue to keep these people active. And, I mean, the users also go a long way in it. You know, um, it depends on the user, though. Like, you can't say yeah. it's always going to be the recruiter. Like, I just took a point from what you just said. You said, like, how people thought it used to be like a chow league where you'd get a bunch of kids, you know, trying to join in, blah, blah, blah. Where Thrash here had it, like, showed the forms and explained it was a form league. You need to advertise yeah. more in that direction so it's more clear for people that join right away than getting a bunch of people quitting right away. Yeah. Or we could push the VHL merch. Who the? <laughs> so we'd be like, wow, what's on your shirt? And be like, whoa. Moose would wear it. <laughs> I'm volunteer Moose. Oh my. Imagine if we actually had Moose modeling attire. Moose, the poster boy of VHL. <laughs> He's probably the last person who would want to be the poster boy for this league. <laughs> He says that he hates the like sim engine like every other day of the week. <laughs> Kevin King's trash. <laughs> I really hope that his player bounces back. Me too. He deserves better. Poor Moose. Truly. Yeah, he'll get over it. He always does. Yeah. Just give him a few hours. Just let him post something as like a status update and then he'll be all good. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, okay, so we've covered the draft. We've covered you as a user. Uh, and we've asked you a shit ton of questions. So we're going to let you flip this script back on us. Do you have any questions for Fishy as a recent player who joined a season after I did, or was like two seasons ago, and also the VHFL Fantasy Zone Manager. It's the VHL Fantasy Zone. Or VHL Fantasy Zone and VHFL Manager. Or me. No, it's funny you say that, the Fantasy Zone. Um, last night, after three times the player store and getting that double whatever it is bonus, poor Rory. I'm going to shout him out right now. You look, can look in the Discord chat. It'll be there under VHLM, <laughs> I believe. And it will be from, like, late last night. Um... He was trying to help me, but I'm just too dumb to get it. Um, but I think I was trying to get Fantasy Zone at one point, too, but I couldn't understand it. So it's one of those things I've put on hold. So maybe a better explaining of what that is as a new player would be better. Okay, yeah. So Fantasy Zone, there's one for... it's There's VHL Fantasy Zone, which I'm responsible for, and everybody in um, VHL and VHLM can fill that one out. And then there's a VHLM fa uh, fantasy zone that I'm pretty sure Acid runs, where it's only for M users. Um, but basically, I think that Acid does the same structure, but there are four pick So we pick four games that are usually at the end of the week. Um, and you just guess the winner. And then there's a for the fourth game, you guess the winner and predict the score for it. And then... If you get all four of the pickums right, you'll get two on cap TPE. And if you correctly guess the winner of the fourth game and the score, then you get three on cap TPE. So it's max five TPE possible 
for M users, it's actually max 10 since you can do VHLM and VHL fantasy zones. So that's pretty neat. This week it's closed because I only did games for the end of the regular season um, because I didn't know what else to do. <laughs> and I just didn't think that far ahead. But I think next week I'll be adjusting the structure if I do it. And then usually for finals, um, there are more opportunities because I'll do like games two, three, four, and five. You can guess the winner. Um, and then we'll also do like player stat kind of thing. So like the highest scorer in the series, um, most penalty minutes in the series, I think was one of them that we did last season as well. So it's basically just an extra opportunity to earn some uncapped TPE. Well, then I should probably get my ass on it then because <laughs> <laughs> as someone going in their capped year, that would probably be one of the better things I could do. Yeah. And I mean, you're going to realize not this off season, but the next off season when you do predictions as well, and VHFL, which is basically like our fantasy, like like fantasy draft where you pick players and they get points based off of how they perform. Like you draft a team and all that, um, you get like a bunch more TP off of that. Like, actually, we could be releasing those results pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah. Now that the regular season is done, I was gonna post the results. Yeah. Soon, if if not tomorrow, then probably this weekend, um, and then open signups relatively soon, um, and then keep it open till after the free agency opens. But basically, for the VHFL, what you do is, um, which is the victory or VH V, I don't know, victory, victory hockey, hockey fantasy league. Yeah. But basically, it's um, you draft a team with five other folks. You get three forwards, two defensemen, and a goalie. Um, you draft in snake order. You have 12 hours to pick. It's pretty fun. I think it's a good time. I'm pretty shit at it, but it's fun. Um, and I know that a lot of other people really enjoy it. So hopefully you get a chance to hop onto that train. If you're not signed up, then I'll be sure to personally at you. <laughs> yeah, personally at me. Because by the end of this podcast, I'll forget, to be honest with you. So <laughs> go ahead and do it. And then for the fantasy zone, is it going to run through playoffs or is that just regular season? It'll run through playoffs, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. The first you... I've heard about it, except for last night when I tried reading and I just couldn't get it. So um, the way that M works is Acid has a list of people that he'll just tag with each post, um, usually in like a a hidden area. If you just comment on one of those, like I want to be tagged in these, the end the end of the season is you is already here, so um I don't know if it's like really worth it, but you could definitely comment on one of those posts and say I want to be tagged so you get a notice. Usually I would do the members tag, but because that's been down, I've just been posting it and throwing one measly little message into Gen Chat and hoping that people see it. Um and then telling people to share it in their locker rooms so that everyone gets to see it. But usually there are tags for VHL, and it just hasn't happened this season because of the issues we've been having with the members tag. That's the broken one, right, that you see get posted every day? Yep. Usually it'll give a, um, a notification to everybody in the league. But... Unfortunately, it's decided to quit. <laughs> hmm. 
And Spartan, I'm going to point something out right now. I didn't know that was you from the EFL that was same in VHL. I didn't put it together until today, actually. Yeah, yeah that, I'm also Spartan in the EFL. Yeah, I just put that like together like earlier today, and I was like, wait a minute. He knows wait. me from there, too. Wait, so when I was talking to you the whole time the other day about your update, you didn't realize that I was the same person as in the VHL? No. God, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you just thought that I found your Discord casually? Well, through moves. I figured, because like, I'm pretty active in the chat, right? So um, I just figured maybe you just caught me in there, but I didn't oh, put it together you. that we spoke... <laughs> before because of the efl and then i was looking through my messages i'm like wait a minute (laughs) that's the same guy (laughs) yes yeah i am spartan in the efl vhl um also in the sba but i'm not really that that active there i just earn what i need to and then dip um get in the now defunct sbl which was the baseball league wait that's quit that's done now yeah, it fell apart. Rip. That's sad. Yeah. And that server was made for your team. I was the first one there. And then I left. Was there a reason why you left? Or is it just a league fold? Because I saw Spartan lift. So I left. I was like, yeah, I, there's so... no point in me being in this server for a league that I'm not involved in when the only reason I was here is gone. <laughs> Yeah, the the league folded because we weren't getting enough people to continually recruit. Nobody likes baseball. It, okay, it wasn't that. We just <laughs> we weren't recruiting well at all. And there was a lot of staff turnover. Um, and like, you know, just didn't work out. Um, on a happier note, trying to move this away from defunct leagues. Um I'm also fishy in the EFL and the VHL. You can catch me everywhere. You're- Wait, did you have you seen me in the EFL then? No, I don't. Oh, look you're lucky then, eh? She's she's not that active in there. I I just spam on um, game of the week presentations when Spartan is prevent presenting. You so. didn't you didn't even comment on the one that I did. Uh, I was busy. Yesterday. I guess presented for that one. <sighs> can only be so much. Because I literally made you because I didn't want to type out the next post. <laughs> but yeah, okay, so that's about what Fishy does. Do you have any other questions for either Fishy or myself? What are you guys looking forward to in this upcoming draft? <laughs> well, for me, I know that I'll be picking for Vegas. Obviously, we have three picks, one first and a few sevens. Um, so probably just going to try to put the team in a position where we can try to contend a little bit next season because we've got a decent amount of folks staying. I think we have at least a full first line, a full top four for defense. Um, and then we need a goalie. So we're probably going to be picking a goalie pretty early. Um, and then just kind of fleshing out our forward core. And then I'll also be drafting for Moscow um, since I'm on that team. And they also only have like a first and a fourth. So even then is going to be, you know, trying to get some assets for our future while we um, try to keep our playoff window open. Um, But yeah, going into the draft, I mean, that's just going to be the process, continuing to scout as normal, 
um, bust out my Excel spreadsheet with everyone's uh, earning and all that kind of shit, taking my notes down. But it'll probably be a bit less intense um, simply because I don't have many picks in either draft unless they add more. I kind of hope they do. I'd like to get some extra picks. Fish. Well, I know they were talking about it, but I didn't know if they actually went through because of this like bunch of new people, right? It it hasn't been confirmed, and it probably will only be confirmed when we get closer to the draft, because um, we want like the most accurate picture of actives when we make that kind of decision. Because um, I don't think anyone's going to be drafting in actives, so they're probably just going to set as many rounds and picks um, as possible for the very last active or up until the very last active. Hmm. Bishy, you didn't answer that one. Yeah, so for for me, I won't be really active in the drafting process. Um, but for Chicago, I would I'm looking at our um team page and it looks like we've got a left winger coming up who was actually on Vegas and is active. Um Casey Tam. Oh yeah. So he's coming up from Halifax. And so I'm pretty pretty pumped about that to see a left winger roll up. Um, I think our forwards are relatively active, which is cool. Um, so filling out that portion. However, um, I'm currently the only um, – take that back. We have one defenseman who is welfare earning right now, so earning um, six a week. And – our other two um our other two defensemen are completely inactive so it would be really nice to snag a defenseman or two in this upcoming draft um there are good defensemen up for grabs so it would be nice to not be the only max earning defenseman on the team soon eventually um, it looks like we have a prospective defenseman sitting, um, also welfare earning, so it may be... A while before he oh, comes up. Yeah, it's going to be a minute before that he, he shows up. So, I don't know. I'm hoping that we pull in some defensemen. We've got a goalie that may come up next season. They're sitting at 222. Not sure if they'll. That's gonna be weird. Cons- like it, it confused me why you guys picked a second goalie, even though you already had Camus. Especially because Camus is a solid earner. He's really active, um, caps pretty consistently, if not every week. Um, so mm-hmm. I didn't really get why we drafted a goalie. Um, maybe so that we don't have to use a bot goalie. But I feel like everyone else, like Moscow. Vancouver, like all of the top teams, Riga, all used bot goalies for their eight required bot like backup games. Because like bots are also slightly higher TPE as goalies in the VHL. So a little surprised that you guys went for another goalie instead of um drafting a skater. Yeah, it would have been nice to draft a skater, but alas. Um yeah, right now our forwards, we've got a good set of people. We have a good first line, um, except for Quick is working on his player build, but 
he, it's just about fixed now. Yeah. Um, he didn't touch skating, skating and did an experiment that failed. So Did it really fail, though? Yes. He had his by experiment, though. Oh. He um only, he cranked scoring, defense, and I think puck handling. No strength. He cranked those stats and was like, "Well, according to the SCHS manual, like this is supposed to work." Well, it was wrong, and I had more. I'm pretty sure I had more goals than he had points all season. So, Sandra Moose about that complaint. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, because I had 26 goals and he had 24 points. So his player was pretty much useless this past season. Um, but it was at least nice to have him in the locker room, have an active player. Um, because last year I was in Chicago while I was playing on Miami, I was on Chicago's locker room and it was absolutely dead. Like. There was no activity there. Sometimes I would have conversations with Jeff at like 8 o'clock in the morning. Um, but he'd say hi and no one would respond. So it's just nice to have people like um, Quick and Blazer and one of our prospects, Bobo, um, hanging out with us in the Chicago locker room. But yeah, to answer your question, hopefully we get some defensemen. That would be nice. <laughs> hint, hint, all GMs here listening. But, yeah. Um, yeah, an active locker room can change some things too. Like I've noticed San Diego is like way dead. And then I hopped into the chat today, obviously, for the podcast. And uh, I was like, is this every day? And everybody's like, yes. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, LPA is popping. <laughs> and like, I mean, oh my God, there's lots going on. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that's just the really nice thing about Vegas. Um, Something that, like, Vegas wasn't, Vegas was active when I first joined, but not this active. Um, I know me and the old GM used to be sitting in, like, our casino channel all day playing blackjack and doing trivia. Um, But, I mean, it's just nice to be able to get, like, these kind of active locker rooms. Like, even Moscow, like, some days, like, you know, it'll be kind of quiet. Other days, we'll have, like, 200 messages in there. Yeah, that's pretty much how it is with Chicago as well. Which, like, but again, for, like, a, like generally, major teams as locker rooms are typically quieter than minor teams. But, okay. um, you know, I just think that, like, Vegas is, like, one of the teams that is the most active. Um, like in general across like sim leagues in terms of activity. I know like New Jersey Bombers for SBA also pops off every day. I walk in there like a few hundred messages. It's okay. Next question for both because I've seen this posted. We'll make it short. I know you guys talked about it before. What do you think of the whole going back to forums and less Discord? Barton, you did a whole podcast on it. You want to summarize what you said there? Well, you haven't spoken about this at all, so you want to talk about this? We know how Moose it, so I want to hear you guys and your summary of it. Um, well, okay, so the interesting thing about this is after the podcast, I posted it in the Moscow locker room, and I was able to talk with Beck about it for quite a while. 
Um, because, Is Beck on Moscow? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Beck and I, Beck rigs the same. I mean, Beck uh, sims and we do well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm completely kidding. It's a running joke. Please do not think that we rig sims, whoever's listening to this. No one's going to listen to this one. It's, it's, a, it's a joke. Some people actually do, which is scary. Wait, why? <laughs> <laughs> but we were talking about it for a while, and he did, he did acknowledge, like, you know, this isn't the end-all, be-all. Um, we did, like, disagree at times on whether having people in game threads was actually going to make much of a difference. Um, it's a start in a way, but I did emphasize that I'd much rather see an emphasis on what people do as PTs, creating more ways to engage on forums. And I don't think that changing where the Discord bot post, like whether it posts games or not, is going to make a difference at all. Uh, but ultimately what we ended up leaving it at was it's a test at the very end to see if anything happens. It's not a like world-changing difference. Am I on that list for... Yeah, I Yo! Wait, I might actually make this all-star game. I should vote for myself. <laughs> People are voting for me. You're voting for me too. Wait, I have wait, more people have voted for me than I thought. Wait, is that me? Yeah, that's me. Wow! Our buddies are voting for us. Yeah. <laughs> I should just uh toss that vote into Vegas and tell Nick to pump it. <laughs> Nick would blast that everywhere. But yeah, so like back back to the topic at hand. We ultimately we ultimately like agreed that you know it's a test and the point is to kind of see what is going to happen. <laughs> oh my god, you're not supposed to actually be campaigning. Oh my god. Okay. Uh <laughs> she's like, oh my god. Oh, never mind. But like we just have to see if this even does anything. You know, if during playoffs are more people going to be talking in like game threads? <laughs> what are you doing? With this shit? Just, just get rid of the last few messages. No, I'm not purging that. Uh, sorry, Fishy, Fishy's really bad at self promotion. Uh, but. Jesus, are you just going to copy what I'm saying there? Yeah, because if you say it, then I can say it. Oh, my God. So if I jumped off a bridge, would you? Probably. Oh, my God. If, if I just... If I stuck a fork in a outlet, would you do the same? There's no stuff. I did that when I was a kid. Actually, not quite. When I was small... I don't want a story. I, I'm going to give you... <laughs> when I was small, I would sit at the outlet and stick my finger in them. And my mom, who worked from home... Um, would come downstairs to me just like moaning because I was getting electrical shocks in my fingers. So that's a fun fact about me. <laughs> that's anyway. how fishy became the goal scorer in the VHL for everybody. <laughs> a truly electric player. Shut up. <laughs> okay, actually, I'm about to do a, a career review, an electric player. Oh my I'll God. I'll link this podcast. <sighs> okay, anyway, keep talking. Yeah, so we are going to see like if it even really does anything. I feel like what's going to happen now is because there's been an emphasis on, hey, use game threads, a lot of the older folks in the league are going to start using game threads more. 
a few of the younger guys who like agree with the cause are going to be using game threads more, and because of that, it's going to become a permanent change. Um, that's what I'm thinking will happen. Obviously, things can change pretty quickly. Um, but yeah, I guess those are my thoughts on it. Not as like detailed or vocal or idealistic as what we spoke about the other day between like Moose and I. Um, but I mean, you guys haven't spoken about this publicly, I think. Um, what do you guys have to say here? You know what, Fishy? I'm just going to give you this laptop. No, thank you. You're going to hold on to it. No, thank you. Move your laptop over. No. Okay, anyway, um, personally, I appreciate them making the effort. Um, because I guess Discord is an extension of forums. Um, I don't know. I was actually thinking about it when I first heard about it by word of mouth or I guess on in the Chicago Discord. I thought that it was pretty cool because of the fact that they were working to include folks that aren't on Discord. Um, and I thought that was the object objective. But when I read Beck's post, it wasn't framed that way. It was framed more so as locker room talk is the only talk that some people are getting and that's not a bad or that's not a great thing but i honestly don't really agree with that because we were talking about this in chicago um if there were no locker room chats and lda wasn't structured the way it was it wasn't as active as it were i probably would not have wanted to stay um i think that the um I think that the locker room chats are probably the most important part of this league. And I guess if they're wanting to... If you're wanting to engage more people who aren't on Discord but are involved in the league, a one way to do that would be to bring back the forum locker rooms. But I've also seen a lot of people basically saying, fuck the forum locker rooms, those were terrible. Um... I know that LVA has been making efforts to keep their locker room active, partially because I'm still in it, but partially because they've... Wait, which locker room? The forum locker room. I'm still in that one. Oh. But, I mean, well, that's not necessarily... Oh, yeah. Like, we've mainly been doing that because despite a lot of the, like, activity happening on Discord, there are still plenty of users who don't use Discord. That was my whole point. Yeah. No, no. So, so I'm saying, like... Not a lot of teams do it and, it, and I guess it kind of depends on, like, the situation, but it's just on, like, trying to be inclusive of, like, the people who we have, and if that's the medium which they're, which they have accessible, like, that's what we have to use. And I think that that, using forums, that would be a good reason to move game threads primarily to forums to push people to be more active on forums in those locker rooms, but that's not really how it's been framed. Um, I do think that what's going to happen, I don't want to give solid guesses, but I do, I'm not going to be surprised if people still post game threads in the locker rooms. I'm not going to be surprised if game chat stays in the locker room. Um, because a lot of times the game chat that happens is, wow, my player did shit or damn, like my, like he kind of popped off and it's like, I don't know. Personally, I don't feel the need to post that in forums. I feel more, it feels more appropriate to be posting that among people that I talk to rather frequently. Um, and even a point that was 
uh, brought up by some of the commissioners was the fact that it's not going to be quite as active because once you say something on forums, it's there. I don't want to say it's there forever because you can still delete it, but it's much slower. And the words, the things that you say are going to, are going to be more out there. Right. Right. Um, and I just, some of the meaningless talk that happens about game chats doesn't feel as appropriate for forums. And if I'm being honest, I won't have, I mean, my team's not even in the playoffs, so it doesn't really matter to me, but um, I would not be posting on the forum threads, not because I would be like actively protesting it, just the, the simple fact that I don't have anything that I feel is worthy of saying in forums. Um, so, I, agree. I agree there. Yeah, I mean, I think it's cool to see them pushing more forum use because it's more inclusive of the folks that aren't on Discord, like Spartan mentioned. But at the same time, I don't think that was really the objective. So I don't know if I'm in like 100% support. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, as somebody new, like obviously out of the three here, um, I feel Discord's actually an advantage for the miners because you get quicker responses on like questions, obviously, and it kind of brings you into the community more than forums where, like you said, people won't have your locker room chat more in the forums because it's there forever. And yeah. people don't want that. Like You just want to have a conversation and joke around or whatever, like I do. And I know people take it serious sometimes, which most of the time I'm never serious. But um, if that was on forums, like some of the stuff I've said, like, I know it would be looked at differently. And my, like, people's outlook on me in the community would be a lot different than what you see in Discord. And I feel like a lot of people won't like that too much. And obviously there should be a happy medium between getting more to post and the forums. But I feel like getting rid of Discord or get, trying to get it away won't be the method for them right and i agree i agree with that i don't know i think it's definitely advantage to have discord like you said i just don't know um how this is gonna work i do think that the do they usually do live sims for playoffs uh, i've seen it a few times yeah limited yeah i know like device i think did some live sims where like he posts like he like streamed on like YouTube or something, but it's really only for playoffs and it's not too frequently. But that might be happening a lot more now. And that's what I was just gonna say because I pulled up the forums page and there was a um, Bex post with the playoffs index and live sims hub. I think that'll be kind of interesting. Um, it's a good idea. It's it's worth a shot, I guess. But I'm if not. Else. But I. But see, the thing is, with live sims in the past, has literally just been him hitting the sim button, and then yeah. like all the games happening, or like him importing it, and like just hitting sim. It doesn't really show like play by plays or like live scores or whatever. At least from what I've picked up. So I'm not really sure how engaging a live sim is actually going to be, simply because I don't really, at least the way it's happened in the past doesn't really engage. It's just to prove that there's no rigging going on. Well, I think it is a way to engage, but it's not very engaging, if that makes sense. Um, I just don't think it, f it doesn't fill the purpose that people expect it to be. Yeah, if I would it, agree. If it fills, and to me, 
that's not engaging. It's only engaging if I'm someone who has qualms about something being rigged. That's the only reason why I would really tune into that specific style of live stream. And I hope that there is a change and that it is more engaging um, than just, you know, clicking a button and, hey, games are done. I didn't rig. Yeah. I think it would also be making the games more of a spectacle, I guess. I mean, if you're doing a live stream, then it, like, pulls more attention to them. But I get what you're saying for sure. What about you, man? What are your thoughts on it? There's the pros and the cons to the way they're doing it. Um, obviously, I felt like it could have been more thought out on a long-term scale than just looking for short-term, you know, try it out, see what it is. Because I felt like the community as a whole kind of went divided on it. Like, you got a guy like Moose, and I'm not calling Moose out, but you know how he feels against it. Um, yeah. But, like, you know, you got other people, like, you know, the commissioners and whatnot. Um, they feel that it might be better to boost up the forms where, personally, I don't think I would be earning as much TPE as much as I would if all my questions were on the forums. Like, you could see, yeah. like, in Discord... Like I said earlier, I asked Rory like three times the same question trying to get, you know, one thing claimed. Like, I wouldn't do that in forums. I would just quit. Yeah. Like, but I wouldn't want that out there forever. Like, at least with Discord, like, it'll be bumped up, whatever. Nobody's going to look back at it too much. And a forum is, I don't know, it's more too public for stuff like that. And for new people, it could, you know, potentially. But also just to, like, clarify, I guess, quickly is... Discord isn't going anywhere. Yeah. Like, that's not a threat. They couldn't even enforce that if they wanted to. Like, they can't make locker rooms just stop existing. The change that is going to happen, though, is just to try to get some more people on forums. I don't think that the cause really has that much merit to it. Like, I think that, again, Moose and I were talking about how if you want your player to be decent, you have to go on forums. Because you have to be doing tasks, you have to be doing press conferences, see what your teammates are saying, articles um, that you're posting or podcasts that you're doing. Um, if you're reviewing, you're looking at other people's work. Um, but really, like, to do anything apart from practice facility and welfare, you have to go on forums. So part of what I was telling Beck was, like, what we need are ways to get those welfare earners and practice facility earners onto the forum, not to try to get our current population to invest deeper into the forums, when personally I think there's a pretty good balance between the, the two. Like Town of Salem games, extra stuff, like Fantasy Zone, VHFL, PTs of all kind, even casual discussions go on forums. But for rapid-style communication, obviously, um, you know, it's going to end up on Discord. Boy, still there. Oh. Okay, so uh, his... Audio seems to have cut out here. He just messaged me saying that he can't hear anything. Um, 
I think perhaps on that note, why do we keep having this problem? We we had it with, with Moose last time too, right? Where yeah. he couldn't hear anything and then we had to dip. Um, anyway, so we, I think, are like... We've passed 75 minutes. Yeah, so we've passed 75 minutes. Um, but I think that this is probably where... Hold on, we can't hear you either. This is fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we might just end it here. Um, unless he can get like a really quick fix. We love technical difficulties. We should like throw a question in here um, to see if anybody listens all the way through. So what's the question of this podcast that we should ask? Question of this podcast. Uh... And we can't mention it when we post it on forums. Yeah, okay. Uh, for for people who are listening, and I'm sure you guys, if you're on forums, you've been seeing what's been happening around forums. What do I smell like? <laughs> so Beautiful. That's going to be the question you guys are going to answer in the replies of this podcast. What do I smell like? I being Spartan. Um, again, Cowboy had to drop out because of audio issues, but we appreciate him being on. Glad that he was able to, you know, formally introduce himself and make a name for himself um, yeah, for, sure. for, for the league. Thank you, Fishy, for hopping on. You're welcome for doing the intro as long as you always do the outro. Yes, you're always going to do the intro from now on. As long as you always do the outro. I will always do the outro. All right, that's a good... It's a good agreement we have. Cool. Well, thank you for listening. Remember to answer the question, and yeah. we will catch you next time. Yeah. See you in two weeks, everybody.